This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back to Jamie Oliver. Welcome to Orange County, Kale. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. It's a little bit different out here. Yes. We're <laughs> at Kelly's apartment. Kelly is Sheena's cousin, who is a dear friend of mine. I love her. She's awesome. She's great. I don't know where she went. Is she in the other room? Probably. She poured me some rosé. You've got your... LaCroix. LaCroix. Is that how you say it? <laughs> you know, pretentious people are like, LaCroix. You know, oh, no. No. yeah, I'm not doing that. No. It's LaCroix as far as I'm concerned. We have some things to get into. Yeah. I want to clear some things up. And typically, I don't think I would care if people got things wrong. But because it involves other people yeah. who I care about saying that we all knew ahead of time mm-hmm. based on a very vague Instagram story that I posted. Mm. I feel I do want to kind of clear it up. You think we should? I think we absolutely should. Before we get into that, how do you know everyone in this group? I met most people through either Jasmine or Sheena. I met you in Vegas, but that was a blur. That was before COVID shut down. That was at Intersect, Intersect, which was awesome. But you were there with Jasmine, right? With Demo. Demario? Yeah. Okay. Uh, With Demo. Do you know Sheena through through Demario? Mm -hmm. It's DeMario or DeMario? DeMario. DeMario. Yeah. Okay. And then me and Sheena really connected after Intersect because obviously we were all there and Intersect was dope and uh, I got really close with Mikey. Mm-hmm. And Mikey then, P from Vegas. Yeah. And then me and Sheena just gradually have just gotten close. We've actually gotten closer over the last year and a half, I believe. Strangely enough, I was looking at photos mm-hmm. to post for me and you for this podcast and we only have two together. The first one is from January 2022. And do you remember where it was? Well, that was the what's that club called the the infamous the, Canyon, Canyon Club, club. Yeah. at I won't even say what show it was at oh, I yeah, can't yeah. even say those yeah, words yeah. That was, that was, so I have a photo from yeah. there I didn't use that photo because the lighting was it was just it was so bad. dark in there yeah, yeah, yeah it was pretty bad. oh that was one we sent to Jasmine yes, yes because right. you were telling me that you knew mm-hmm. her and I said she's one of my best friends yeah I love Jazz so much Jasmine Good is from the Bachelor World yeah, and Demario we were just speaking yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, I've known Demo for since 2007, and we just got really close. When he went through his thing, I was actually on a show called Sisterhood of Hip Hop back in 2014. I've been in the music industry since I was 15. Doing what? Uh, so I was an artist first, and then I moved into PR, because that's what I got my BA in. And then I started managing artists. So I managed an artist named Saya for the most part. So she was on that show called Sisterhood of Hip Hop. What network was it on? That was on Oxygen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been in the entertainment industry for a very, very long time. 
I have people that I'm cool with, but then I have people I consider family. And you guys have like you, Sheena, Brock, Summer, Raquel at one point had all become family. And then Ariana and I started getting closer. It's like she would check on me because she knows what's been going on with me. And I think what the biggest thing is I was going through something about a year and a half ago. And it was just like with my ex and Sheena was really, really there for me to guide me. Sheena's the reason I have the podcast where I have, you know. Which is called? It was called Whiskey Words and Wisdom, and it's at Making It Media, which is... <laughs> Whose studio is Which that? is run by her ex, Rob Valletta, who has actually become a really, really, like... I speak to Rob at least once a week. Like he's. Were you friends with him? No. Before she introduced, oh, she introduced mm-hmm. you. Gotcha. And you, so you guys I met really him. This, yeah, I met him the same night Raquel and I met. And I think what people don't realize is my world and Sheena's world are not the same. Mm-hmm. Like I'm into music, R&B, hip hop. I've been in this a long time and music is completely different than reality television. So if you see me, it, me and Sheena are like the odd besties because it's mm-hmm. like, you know, she has plenty of best friends, but I'm like, I'm probably her, I don't like to say hood, but hood, <laughs> <laughs> hood educated bestie. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I was at the wedding, obviously. Summer's my baby. I just bought her some, I just bought her some uh, vans. vans. Her they were Ocean. so cute, which yeah. you brought to the viewing party for the season premiere yeah. at Elaine's yeah. where yeah. Raquel was there. And I had posted a story. I don't know. This is a little out of order, but one of my stories was when I was disappointed that I found out that she filed a restraining order against Sheena. Yeah. And I was like, you know, the last time I saw you, Raquel, I hugged you and you cried to me. Yeah. It was you, Sheena, myself, and who else was sitting next to Elaine? Yeah. And she was crying like after the episode. Yeah. And now I think, you know, she's obviously been holding so much in. Yeah. I think it's hard because you, you see these people and they... They look at it as fandom, right? But this is actually like our group is pretty tight knit. You know what I mean? Like we we kind of do everything together in the sense of like I'll hit you up and say, "Are you going here?" You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're actually all going to go out after this, meet yes. up with our girl Sheena. It's, pull, it's pull, like pulling teeth because <laughs> I heard how far the drive was, and I was like, "Oh Lord, <laughs> you're you're coming." Yeah, we're going to a country bar, oh, so. Sh- That'll be fun. And <laughs> I, it's funny because I asked Courtney to come and she was like, people line dance there, but unironically. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's wild. I mean, it's going to be an experience for me. So I'll probably just laugh and I need to laugh right now. Maybe I'll find a cowboy. That's Maybe why we're brown. I don't know. I feel brown is Maybe very you country. Will, but they'll probably say something that sets you, like just turn you off immediately. And you'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> we know about you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're not getting into that. Let's. Let's get into it. All right. Raquel has become a good friend of yours. Mm -hmm. You're her confidant. She goes to you for everything. What is your take on all of this? It's interesting, right? Because I think about it and I'm processing it as well. When I first met Raquel's after that, we hit it off. We both were going through similar situations where we had just got out of relationships. You know, she had had a conversation with me about maybe you're codependent on this individual. Huh. Interesting. But yeah, so she would call me primarily about James originally. She would still go through things and wonder why she was feeling the way she was feeling. And I would always com- comfort Is her. Is this really. kind of after he got together with Allie or before, was, kind of when it was fresh? This is f- before Allie. Yeah, okay. Because was, we were there yeah. when that happened. Oh, we saw it happen. Have you noticed a change in her? Oh, absolutely. And, and sometimes I blame myself. I would constantly tell her, like, when she would be sad, I'd be like, yo, you're a bad bitch. Like, step into your shit. So when the whole stuff was going on with Schwartz and Katie, I was like, bro, that's not your friend in real life. 
if you have an attraction and have feelings, don't be afraid. Just for Katie's it. not her friend. Yes. That's what you told her. Yes. Yeah. Well, because she explained to me, well, we're just friends So on she the was show. telling you she had an attraction to Schwartz. She was just confused about the situation. She was like, well, you know, we have fun. He's very lighthearted. And when she, was this? This was, who? Was this pre-Coachella? This might have been pre-Coachella. Were you at Coachella? Yes, I was at Coachella. Were you with them? Yeah. So Schwartz, as we know, was not there. He wasn't there. So Raquel Sandoval, who else was there? Raquel Sandoval, Ariana, Brock, Sheena. Were you all together as a We group? would all meet. I mean, obviously, it's, it's Coachella, so yeah. we would all meet and go places. The Logans were there, or the... the the, Lala calls them her husbands. Oh, okay. Yeah, Love they them. were there. They were there. When okay, I, so, you know, that's when that rumor first started that she kissed Schwartz, but mm, Schwartz was not even there. He wasn't there, no. And I just had always thought she had kissed Brock's friend, Joey, mm-hmm. who was also at the wedding. Yeah, shout out to Joey. I just talked to him. Did you? Yeah, he DM'd me. He's not. Oh, I'd <laughs> love to hear his thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so there were some rumors floating around that, like, that's when potentially their secret relationship started. Yeah, no, it didn't happen then. How did this all go down? Sheena texted me Thursday night. I assume she texted you yeah. too. I talked to her Thursday morning okay. because I always send Sheena like, I love you, miss you, things like that. She kind of just told me, hey, this happened. So what did you do as far as Raquel after that? Did you reach out to her? No, I, I needed I needed a day. So the news broke for the world mm-hmm. on Friday. So mm-hmm. you spoke to her the next day. Uh, I spoke to her Friday and Saturday. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So... How did that go? I wanted to listen because, again, as somebody who I looked at like a little sister, it was a little difficult for me. So I listened and I asked questions. And I let her know that prior to the false accusations that are being said now, I let her know, like, yo, I'm very disappointed. I can't be in this space with you, but there's always going to be love in my heart for you because that's just the person I am. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I cannot. <laughs> and if you choose to stay with Tom or, or pursue that, don't speak to me because I don't rock with him. Uh, I think he's trash. So are you saying that if she doesn't stay with him, there would be a place where you could let her back into your life? Uh, not necessarily back in my life, but it wouldn't be hate. And this is before I started noticing other things of the new stuff. So again, it was me being naive. It's like, you know what? She's young. She just got out of a traumatic relationship. She's probably all over the place. I know she has codependency issues. But I think she knew that about me. And I think she played on that because certain texts she would text me. Her texting me Sunday and saying, I have major codependency issues. I I live my life in turmoil. I want to get to the, the actual yeah. conversation. Yeah. What was said? What did she say to you about um, it? She basically just told me, started seven months ago, and I was like, when? She was like, after the Vegas trip. And I said, bro, you literally called me an hour or two after the girls that made you cry frantic. And then you hit me back and was like, meet me in LA. We're going to film. We're going to do the boys trip. And I was like, all right. Um, boys night. Boys Night, whatever the heck it was. And she was like, that's when we got closer. I had a video. I saw that video. Next episode of Vanderpump Rules is Boys Night. Okay, so you and I were there for that at the Mondrian. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, you went home. I went to Saddle Ranch Mm -hmm. with Raquel Sandoval and Brett, the manager of Schwartz and Sandy's. You were there because Raquel had just gotten back from Vegas, the girls trip, and was very upset and asked you to come out that night. So you didn't come out with us afterwards. It somehow just ended up being the four of us going to Saddle Ranch after. And we're riding the bull. We're having drinks. Raquel and Tom were super into just deep conversation Mm -hmm. at the bar. 
So I was getting to know Brett. That's the first time I ever met him or hung out with him. Very, very nice yeah, guy I love who Brett. I'm friends he's, with now. Yeah, he's dope. We closed it down. So we had to leave. I'm now in my car with Brett and Raquel and Sandoval were sitting on the curb outside of Saddle Ranch just talking. I didn't realize it at the time, like how close they were talking or how intimate it actually looked. Mm -hmm. So Brett and I, we think we're funny. Do you think the video was funny? It was actually funny. The, 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 voiceover, <laughs> the voiceover was pretty dope. So I, <laughs> I start filming the two of them talking. We're so clueless that we have no idea what's actually transpiring. And I'm doing the voice for Sandoval. Brett's doing the voice for Raquel. And it goes over a minute, right? So then I'm like, oh my God, we're dying. We're laughing. Brett leaves the car, shows them. They both are laughing about it. You know, they're not like thinking anything that we shouldn't post it or whatever. So I watch it back and I had this thought. I go, you know what? I'm not posting this because this looks way too intimate mm -hmm. and I don't want Ariana to feel a certain way yeah, about yeah, this yeah. and I don't want her to feel disrespected. But it didn't set off alarm bells to like, wait, is something inappropriate happening? It was just kind of like, she might get the wrong idea or something, you know? And I don't want to put anyone in that position. Yeah. If you watch it back without the voiceover on it, it looks super close, super intimate. But I mean, bottom line is none of us knew mm -mm. beforehand. Even when I saw the video that you recorded, I was like, mm -hmm. no, I'm not thinking anything of it. They're just having a deep conversation. I'm assuming it is that night as well. But she said that is when it began to happen. So this was August. Yeah. Yeah. So she confirmed that. And then I just started asking And questions. the wedding was shortly after. Yeah, so I started asking questions. I said, I asked her, I said, did you turn your location off because you guys were meeting up? And she was like, yeah. And then I asked her, I said, in Mexico. I just said, in Mexico, the wedding. And she got really quiet. And I said, all right, I don't, I don't want to hear this answer. Because first of all, that was a big thing for Sheena. You know what I mean? And everybody was mm -hmm. there. So She's in all the pictures. Yeah. but there With were, him. There were right? Some, there With, was, wait, oh my God. My mind is blanking. Sandoval was a best man, right? Mm -hmm. Or no? Schwartz was. No, not Beth. I'm sorry. What's it called? Men, what's Groomsman? Mm -hmm. Was he in the wedding? Yes. Okay. So he's in all the pictures too. Yeah. And people are making about this video. That's and Ariana's in the fucking... Yeah. Sorry to keep... Yeah, okay. no, no. People sorry. are making about this video when Sheena and Brock were dancing, how they were sitting next to each other. Basically for me, that's if somebody's going to get quiet in that moment, you're confirming what I think. Instead of being quiet, what did she admit to you? That uh, when it started, anything when it, else? When it started, the fact that they are supposedly in love. Did she say that it's mutual? Yeah. So did mm -hmm. she say this after your discussion about him allegedly filming her when she wasn't aware? Is she still in love with him after that? She said specifically, when I think about it, I know he's not the one. Oh. My thoughts on this dude are... I think he's a sick individual if it happened that way, but also I don't know if I could believe her because according to her, when she told me her side of the story... What's her side of the story? That she was, well, obviously everybody knows that part, um, that she was pleasing herself on FaceTime with him and he recorded without her permission. And so is she now upset with him for that? So are they not I speaking? told her that's not right. That's obviously, something uh, yeah. that like that's sick. Yeah, um, but that's almost a deflection. You. That's after the fact they yeah. did all this for seven yeah. months. And that's though. what I started noticing is when I would be like, yo, that's actually sick. Like if for somebody who loves you, that man does not love you because he would ask for permission. She was like, yeah, you know what? That wasn't right. And then I started realizing, oh, your head's turning right now how to spin this. Yes. 
And so... Aren't you the one that said to her, when you record a FaceTime, you can see it? No, you can't see it. Oh, you can't? No. So I took a screen... We we, we FaceTime on Saturday, and I took a screenshot just to confirm. And you can't see when, if someone's no. recording it? And she recorded me, and she was like, can you see it? I was like, no. So... Basically, in a nutshell, you know, she was concerned about how Sheena thought. And I was like, she, you know, I was like, obviously, she's defended you. She's been there for you. This and is before she filed? Yeah. So this, okay. this is before she filed. And I was like, of course, she's upset. You know, she was like, well, I don't know if she's ever going to want to talk to me. I said, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, Raquel. That friendship group you had is gone. I said, you're young. You have time to rebuild yourself and get some help. Because the first thing when we talked on the phone, she was like, I need help. And I said, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. You know, from somebody that works in that that realm of the world, yes, you need help. You are off, very much so. Did she feel any remorse? I don't think she was more concerned with remorse. I think she was more concerned with how she was going to be portrayed. I basically told her, you need to sit in your shit. I said to her directly, I said, if you run from this, it's going to be worse from you. You made your bed. You need to lay in it. You're going to lose probably the entire friend group, which is fine. But you can stand in it and become a better woman because of this. And she was like, I do want to be a better woman. She was like, well, I don't want to be a complete villain. This complete? Was, Partial? Well, she, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that girl. I want to be better or whatever. And mm-hmm. this was before all the filing. So I'm like, listen. So why do you think she did? I think somebody's been in her ear. Mm-hmm. Obviously. PR? Well. Family? What? My BA is in PR. And as a PR person, <laughs> I would tell you to deflect. I would tell you, we need to get as much heat off you as possible. I would say, we need to file this because this gives you an out so you don't have to show up to the reunion. Did she mention anything about the reunion and not wanting to go? She didn't mention anything. I literally told her, you need to sit in your shit and you need to take what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. I told her, you've proven Lala right. That was one thing. She was always concerned about how Lala felt about her. And I was like, you literally are the person she said you were. Mm-hmm. It seems like she was the only one to really see it fully. Right, right. And I said, she's going to come for you and she has every right to because look at your actions. I said, that's what people who are pieces of shit do. When I said something about that, she's like, oh no, I'm going to be stronger from this. And it was just so calm. And that's what's that's So as somebody who works, has had to learn psychology to become a life coach, mm-hmm. the calmness she had in her voice to have the whole world coming down on you and you're this calm talking to me, I'm like, okay, who the hell am I talking to? Mm-hmm. because I'd be a mess. Yeah. And she was like, you know what? I'm going to be stronger from it. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to be a better person. What do you think that means? I think Raquel is a lot smarter than most people will ever give her credit for. I think the things she did that you'll see on the season was a cover-up. You mean kissing Schwartz? So it just came out today that Sandoval kind of coerced Schwartz into kissing Raquel. Did you see it happen? Because I saw it happen mm-hmm. at the white party. Mm-hmm. You actually mm-hmm. saw it? Okay, so, so Sheena... Okay, so Sheena was on the swing. Mm-hmm. Her back was to them. They mm-hmm. were across the mm-hmm. pool, mm-hmm. sitting at a table by themselves, mm-hmm. filming. I'm facing Sheena because she's on the swing. Behind her is the two of them, and I see them kiss. And I was like, oh, my God, they're kissing. Mm-hmm. Right? And you were standing next to me then? Yeah, so remember it was Jasmine and Melissa, too. And she had, before she went over there, she was like, oh, they want me to go kiss. Swords. And I didn't know who she meant by they. But it just seemed like she was hesitant. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was Tom like, yo, you guys should kiss. I don't know. Here's the thing, though. So the next day I was in the pool at Schwartz mm-hmm. and I was like, so how was your kiss? And he goes, not into it. Felt like she was like a sister. Yeah. And <sighs> I asked Raquel before they ever even kissed at one point when I knew she was like, she mm-hmm. kept going on and on about Schwartz mm-hmm. and something about it didn't feel right to me. 
And I wanted to know, like, is it just for fun? And are you going to fucking hurt this girl for fun? Or are there feelings there? Mm. And she's like, no, I really do like him. And I'm like, okay, I mean, make your own decisions. But that's what's so confusing to me is that she admitted to me that she liked Schwartz Mm -hmm. days before she kissed him. But she had apparently already hooked up with Sandfall. Mm -hmm. So I guess she was lying to me about that. Was it all a ruse, the whole Schwartz thing? I think what also affected her, she was talking to somebody else and he kind of ghosted her. And she was actually really interested in him. That was prior to the wedding. It was Nima. Nima, yeah. So Nima kind of like ghosted her. And we had a conversation about that because I was like, bro, like if he has to hit you up and you guys are supposed to be like connected because she had went to New York for him or whatever. And she's like, oh my mm-hmm. God, he's going to be at the wedding. And he ended up not being there, I don't believe. Right. So it was just interesting that that's when between that and the Vegas trip, it seems like things kind of switched. That was prior to, you know, the wedding, but she had been talking to him for a while. She really liked him. And he kind of just distanced himself and she didn't really understand. So again, but again, it's it's like I try to process because it's like, how am I so close with somebody who don't know shit about him? That's right. The scary, that's, that's, that's the, scary the part, part. That's that we're I'm all struggling. going through. Even yeah. viewers are yeah. all going through this. It's just kind of coming to terms with and what we're all kind of on different levels, depending on how close they were with her. Like, I'm not saying I was as close with her as you were or Brett was or definitely not Sheena, but she was my friend and she would do thoughtful things for me and she would text me and, and yeah. you know, and she would listen to my podcast and be like, this is what I got out of this episode. This is what I learned from this. And like things like that, I remember, you know? She's a very smart girl. Hmm. She's a very smart girl. So for all you who think she's not, she's very smart. She's very calculated. Really? Yeah, she's she's good. What do you she's think good. of... Okay, so I mean, obviously we think that this is awful that she has well, filed 100%. this restraining order. It's 100%. a temporary restraining order. And for those out there, and I don't want to get too much into this because it's an upcoming court thing, so I don't want to say anything on it but just facts about a temporary restraining order it's paperwork that you go file in a courthouse and then the hearing Mm -hmm. comes up in front of the judge yeah and then then that's when they determine if it's going to be permanent or not so all of these people being like oh but it was granted it was granted i've seen some people write oh it's so hard to get a temporary restraining order it's not yeah i mean i had an ex (laughs) put one on me because we went to the same bar and she would get mad because she saw me. And she, and then when we went in front of the judge, the judge was like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing, for one, for how close we all are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody who allowed you in your space, in her space. After the James situation, she allowed you to stay at her home. Did not, like, didn't sweat you about anything. Her and Brock did everything for you. And for you to act like this person allegedly gave you a black eye when you've always tend to have this mark and i'm pretty sure it's probably after like botox or something like that maybe filler. that's why yeah filler. filler whatever but i'm like not saying i know that she got it or not but that's yeah, how but she it, could it, have it. but if she's always had it then yeah, it's not filler it's, it, just, it's a just permanent like, mark. and that was the thing that i was addressing was the black eye thing like another thing about me i've a box i've fought mma i'm very familiar with how black eyes get and mm-hmm. if you've gotten punched in your eye how it will actually right. look right it's not going to look anything like that if it's a punch Right. You get what I'm saying? That's that's not how that operates. Anybody who knows force, you have to be precise. Like from coming from a fighter to be able to hit somebody that precise, you have to be trained fighting. It just hurt me because we had spoken and there was nothing that was said about that. It was more of concern of like her being upset and disappointing people. She didn't go to urgent care until Saturday when she got back to LA. No, not even when she got back. She FaceTimed me Saturday morning at 1026. 
Yeah. So I'm looking at that picture and I'm looking out the one that came in the, on whatever. And it's like, okay, this looks a little lighter. I'm like, we were on FaceTime. So it's regular lighting. And I'm like, that darkness under her eye looks a lot darker right now in this picture that the tabloids have put out compared to the FaceTime one. I know that Sheena can't make a fist with those talons that yeah. she has. Okay. So she did not make Listen, a fist. Bro. She did not punch anyone in the face. No. And the fact that, and I'm going to name this episode Team Sheena, the fact that she is saying Sheena punched her is, is a lie. Is insane. And I don't know what the repercussions are for lying on a police report yeah, and for insane. a restraining order. Well, again, I don't want to get too much into that night, but Raquel did confirm she was drunk as shit. Exactly. So. Yeah. So for the fact that saying that there was no alcohol, of course there's not alcohol in your toxicology when you go to urgent care two days later. Like, bro, you were lit. Mm -hmm. Now you want to deflect and now you want to make it a story. Now you want sympathy and empathy. Again, I don't want any harm to come to this person because, again, we all have our shit. I don't want any harm. But at the same time, as I told her on the phone, you need to stand in your shit and you need to literally be a woman. Mm -hmm. Stand up because this is a woman who has both of those women have had your back when nobody else rocked with you. And when you knew how this season was going to look, they still supported you. So it. And what I'm about to say, I wouldn't say unless she came for my girl Sheena, okay? Because I will defend her forever. I was never going to say this story, but I put it out in my Instagram story after she put in the restraining order. I was like, well, you know what? Aside from you not being credible for being a liar and a mm -hmm. cheater, you're also not credible for something that you did with me and Lexi from the Pump Rules Instagram page. Mm -hmm. So at Canyon Club, the night we were, they were filming, and you quickly see that James got kicked out of the place. Mm -hmm. What you didn't see is that people were saying he got kicked out because he grabbed Allie in an aggressive manner. Mm -hmm. That I don't know. If that's true or false, I don't know why he got oh, kicked you out. Tell me about this. I remember you telling me about However, this. on the way out, as he's getting kicked out, Raquel started recording him, and she records the whole thing. And another person was recording this that was standing next to us that we were not aware of, but Brock was aware of. They start recording him being yelled at by security bouncer or whatever to leave the premises. So Brock says to them, "You have to delete that from your phone. Send it to me, and then delete it from your phone." I didn't know any of this happened. Now, I'm sitting on the curb with Raquel, Lexi, and Sheena. I'm talking to Raquel, saying, has he ever been aggressive with you? Has he ever been abusive to you? Her answer was no. As we're discussing this, I see that same girl who took the video. She's standing very, very close to us and listening to our entire conversation. So I look up at her and I'm like, I'm sorry, can you give us some space? This mm -hmm. is a private conversation. And she kind of like said no or whatever. It was like snarky back to me. And I kind of snapped a little bit and I stood up and I was just like, move the fuck out of our way. <laughs> <laughs> I get my, you know, my switch the gets jer the jersey. Switched. It comes out and I, I made her move, right? I sit back down. I turn to Lexi, who's first time I, I was kind of ever hanging out with her. I said, I'm sorry you had to see that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, I get it. You're from New Jersey. I get Fox, it. Jersey She's girl. like, I like that. So those people then go away. Raquel sends in both videos, the one that Brock got from those people mm -hmm. that I scared off and the one that she took. She told production, I took the videos. I'm in one of the videos at one point. I think I'm in her video because she was taking it and I'm walking out. I'm in it at the end. She tells production, I took it. 
without asking me in advance, like, can I say you did this? She tells me after the fact. Now production is asking me for a release for the video. And I'm not signing it. I'm not signing it. I'm talking to Raquel because I don't want to get her in trouble. I don't want to get her fired. I'm not going to tell them that she lied to them or whatever. And I'm also feeling a little guilty because I scared off those people who actually took the video. Who knows if like they would have signed the release to use it. So now I'm feeling slightly guilty that they can't use it. And in between this, we then go film at Sir. And it was the See You Next Tuesday. This was last episode, which none of this was shown because I wouldn't sign the release. Yeah. But what we were doing at Sir, James was DJing, Raquel was working, and I was having dinner with Sheena, Brock, and this other guy. James comes over. He's told I'm the one that took the videos. So now I'm on camera defending myself for doing it, even though I didn't do it, because he was being a jerk to mm-hmm. me. And mm-hmm. he's like, what are you doing taking video of me? da 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 Right? And he was just being super rude to me. I was defending myself against him and for speaking to me like that. And eventually he came around and he apologized. He's like, okay, fine. Prior to that, he's always been respectful to me. After that, he's always been respectful to me. And I do owe him an apology. I've This entire time I've been wanting to tell him it was not me. I actually yeah. never took a video of you. You know, and I'll probably text him before I put this podcast episode out just so. Well, you so, told me this at. Where? That night. Which night? That this all began. Oh, I told you at the boys night thing that I didn't want to sign it or what, what did I say? I because you were, because you were kind of like, oh, James and. You were like, he's pissed at me. And then you mm. told him, I remember you telling me the situation. But I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't. I was covering for yeah. Raquel at yeah. the time. When she realized I was not going to sign the release, I'm like, no, I'm not going to lie to production. They could get sued for this because if the people step up who actually took the video and they didn't give permission, there could be a lawsuit. There could be some trouble. I mean, it's not. It's probably not the yeah. worst thing in the world, but still, it's a liability. I went home that night after filming at Sir. And in fact, Lisa Vanderpump yelled at me as well because I was yelling at James, defending myself. Mm -hmm. And then Lisa comes walking in and she's like, this is a place of business. (laughs) You can't yell in my restaurant. And I'm like, sorry. So now here I am. I'm like, oh my God, I'm apologizing to like Lisa Vanderpump for something. It was just, it was insane. So I go home that night and I text Sheena. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't cover for Raquel. I can't lie. I can't sign the release. I'm not doing it. I'm telling them it's not my video. So then I guess she asked Lexi to be like, it's my video. And she asked her to sign the release. And Lexi was like, no, I have my business. Like that's, I'm not lying on a contract. I'm not doing it. And so when Lexi corroborated my story, that's what she meant by she has the DMs. So I don't know if Raquel DM'd her or texted her, but she asked her to lie. And so she has the written proof of that. Looking back on it, how did you just so easily lie to the people that you work for and put them in potential risk and liability? Now, everybody thinks I was talking about her vaccination status and having a fake vaccine card and lying to them that she was vaccinated, even though she was not. We've all heard that she's not vaccinated, but I'm the last fucking person in the world to discuss this because I was very vocal that I was against the mandates. I will say that. I don't care. And I think I'm proven right at this point. We're not getting so into that. So I'm not getting into that. That's not what I was referring to. Yeah. However, if she did lie to an employer about and show a fake card for employment purposes, I don't well, know if that's I, a felony. When or, I took her to the hospital, she wasn't vaccinated. Okay. So I don't know. And that was when? But that was a Coachella. 
That was after Coachella. So- I, I don't know. Yeah, Everything I that I've heard was secondhand on that. <laughs> yeah. She never told me directly. So that was not what I was referring to. And people wanted to know what I meant by the pool time story as well. Because I posted something like, well, now that this has all come out, it, Kelly is the one actually that made me remember that she was missing. Kelly, get, hop on the mic. She was missing. What did you What did you text me about this? That she was come late. closer. That she was late the morning of the wedding while we were all in this bridal suite getting ready. She showed up late, like three hours late. Yeah, about that, and said that she just needed some time for herself like me time me pool time, time. By the pool yeah so kelly reminded me that because i didn't remember that she wasn't there and i'm like oh my god you're right she wasn't there when we were all getting ready she was probably up to no good you know and that's why i was like that has me rethinking where you were for those three hours that you said you needed pool time or me time you were probably with sandoval yeah i mean i'm again i'm rethinking everything just based on She's very smart. Everything. <laughs> and it's, again, I didn't want to interject myself, but once you come after somebody who literally has pulled me out of a dark place, which Sheena has, I mean, Sheena was to the point where she would blow up my phone if I wouldn't answer when I was going through my depression. And it's like, I know everything Sheena's done for her for the last year and tried to be there, support her, uplift her, and to make false allegations about somebody who literally is put her reputation on the line for you, mm-hmm. giving you a community, because I wouldn't know Raquel if it wasn't for that. And look how close we got. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like... It's just... So I was listening to Sheena's podcast, Shenanigans, today with Lala and Kristen. She had mentioned it's like the sixth sense. You know, after you find out what happens mm-hmm. at the end, you rewatch it all. Yeah. And you have a, a you know new perspective. And that's how I'm kind of looking at everything. And I even think back to like October, mm-hmm. Sheena, Brett, and I went to an event in Santa Monica. And then we went to a bar afterwards. I said to her, you know, I know you're so close with Raquel, but is it reciprocated? Is she as good a friend to you? And what is up with her? Even in October, so clearly they were full on into this at this point, Sheena was just like, no, it's just that, you know, she didn't have the best relationship with her sister growing up. Her sister wanted nothing to do with her until she w- could go to bars. And it's, you know, she just continued to just only, only see the good. And that's how Sheena is. I can kind of see everything. Yeah, you are that person. But I didn't see this coming. I mean, even right now as we're talking, I'm thinking about Halloween, how they were both oh, were out for oh, Halloween. Don't even get me fucking started. And he dressed were, up as her? What no, the fuck? No, no, I'm talking about when we went out for uh, for Brad's birthday. And, Who? And uh, when we went out for Brad's birthday. And, oh, I didn't go to that. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, and they were both, Ariana and, and Raquel were both Sailor Moon, those girls. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, and I was like, I'm starting to think, and I'm like, everything is <laughs> You can look back on everything. I remember a fucking Uber ride from Ariana and Tom's house to Schwartz and Sandy's. And Ariana got in one Uber, Sandoval and Raquel got in my Uber. And even then, I'm just like, why didn't he go with Ariana, you know? And we were talking about the opening of the restaurant, and he had never opened up to me before like that, but he was so stressed and so sick to his stomach over things. And, like, now I'm just like, that's not why you were sick to your stomach, or that wasn't the only reason, you know? 
It's just you just this coming to terms with all of this. And, and, yeah. and I think we're people, all in shock. And it's got people on edge. Like Everyone's on edge. Obviously, it's affected our group. And I have complete admiration and love for Ariana because there's been a lot going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And she shot me texts. And that's my girl. I, lo- I love Ariana. I think she's amazing. But she'll always check in and say, yo, how are you doing? Like, I hear what's going on. Like, do you need anything? Which is funny because I started realizing... Well, Raquel only really calls me when she needs something from me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like after Coachella, she got sick. And to go five minutes down the hospital, she couldn't leave the house. So I went and picked her up and took her to the hospital. And that was a 40-minute drive for me just to drive her five minutes, you know, and see if she's okay. But it would always be when she needed something. It'd be like, hey, how are you doing? I'm checking in on you. And then she needed something. It was never just like, hey, how are you doing? You know what? We got to wrap up. Yeah. Do you know any emo music? I do, but not by name. You okay. Know. Do you do you like Wu Tang? I do like Wu Tang. Or are you more West Coast? Uh, I'm more Jay Z is the goat. Oh, Jay Z is the goat. We disagreed on this. Yes. Because I'm from you know, yeah, East Coast. Yeah, because you like. But I'm more was Nas, Did you like Biggie, or was it Mob Deep? I love Mob Deep. Yeah, yeah. I asked RZA to come on the pod. He's a vegan. He's awesome. He's dope. Yeah. If you get I I need to be there. I mean, for me, it's Jay-Z, you know. No, we're not doing, I don't, I think he's overrated. No, you know, he said, you know, it's it's perfect for the, we don't believe you. You need more people. (laughs) Next, we're going to bring you an emo night. I mean, I love you. I mean, I, I, I love Paramore, so. Yeah, but amazing. Yeah, I love but, her. She's my girl crush. Yeah. Love her. Avril Lavigne's my baby, and oh, I'm so mad. Tiger's with what? Tiger and Avril Lavigne are together now. No, they're not. She's with um, what's no, his name? No, she's with Tiger. No, yes, she's with yes. Tiger. Monson. No, she's <gasps> with Tiger. She's with Tiger. I, I'm destroyed. I love Monson. I saw them Avril's together. My baby. Like Avril's wifey. They were such a good couple. I thought I mean, Avril and Tiger kind of look good together. Really? Yeah. This is so shocking. Uh, Avril, I love me. you. Thank you for being here. Yes. And let's try to have some fun. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you choke on every lie you said to me. I hope you move out of this city suddenly. I hope you get everything you deserve. Come as a bitch,
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.